A flat. Ask not for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. Back in the day, for centuries, churches have tolled or rung bells at funerals. Fewer churches have bells nowadays, but the ones that do will still do it. They'll ring it once, perhaps, uh, or they'll ring it in some pattern that indicates how old the person was who has died. And if people in the area hear the bells ringing, they might wonder, if they don't know, uh, who is the bell ringing for? For whom does the bell toll? John Donne would have known that. In 1624, he wrote a collection of poems uh, that had to do with all things life and dying and in between. Uh, he was a poet. He was a soldier. He was a priest. He kind of did it all. And after surviving a life-threatening illness, he, he wrote a, a series of poems, one of which, to paraphrase it, kind of went like this. He talked about how um, we're not islands. We all belong to the continent of life. We're all connected to each other. And in thinking of our dying, he said, the death of one diminishes us all. Uh, when one person dies, it impacts everyone. A small part of us is lost in that moment. And having created that theme, then he writes that famous line, ask not for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. The loss of one diminishes us all. Ernest Hemingway, 300-some years later, picks up on that in his novel by the name For Whom the Bell Tolls. It's set in and written at the end of the Spanish Civil War in the late 1930s. It is a, a meager warning at some level to the human race at how many people had already been lost in war for no reason. The loss of one diminishes us all. And yet we plunged ahead into World War II, six years of mayhem and loss, 50 million lives lost. We were all diminished. Ask not for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. Today's gospel lesson is about both what diminishes us and what restores us. It starts with the part that diminishes us. And it is our egos that get out of control. It is our false intentions. And it is how wealth corrupts our motives. All of that's going on in the first part of today's gospel lesson, where Jesus, in talking of the religious scribes, some of the religious leaders of his time, says to his disciples, you know, they, their egos love to get stroked in the marketplace with all the affirmations, and, and they are well off financially, and how does that happen? They exploit the poor widows in the community who should not give but do give to their various causes. Their intentions are not pure, these scribes, Jesus says. And having talked then of the problem of human life, of how we are diminished by our own intentions and actions, then he quickly shifts the attention to that which restores us. And he goes from talking of widows in general to pointing one out in particular. She happens to have just put two coins into the box that was used to defray the needs of the poor in the city of Jerusalem. And to the puzzlement of his disciples, Jesus says she just gave more than anybody else because she gives out of her poverty they 
out of their abundance. The thing is, Jesus realized that here was a woman who was invisible in comparison to all the people who were getting the glory of the large sums that they were putting in. But she had sacrificed. She had given all that she had to live on for that day, is, is what the wording means. In other words, if she had spent that day selling a few breads, uh, grinding someone else's wheat, growing someone else's crops, the two coins she had earned for that day, she chooses to put them in the box because she was actually aware that someone would need it more than she herself needed. An act of amazing strength and trust and generosity. Jesus, who is eagle-eyed when it comes to spiritual matters, he does not miss it to him. She is far from anonymous. And I think because this takes place in Mark chapter 12, in Holy Week, Jesus is aware of the events that lie ahead, most of all, the Easter that lies ahead. You might recall in our local tradition at our church, we don't have bells at either of our churches for funerals, but we have these bells for Easter. We ring them, reminders of an empty tomb, of the light that shines into our world, how death is not the last word. Ask not for whom the bell tolls. On Easter, it tolls for thee. I'm pretty sure that Jesus realized that the woman wasn't just being generous. She was being defiant, and rightly so, spiritually defiant. In other words, she would not put up with her perceived invisibility by others. She was a woman and a widow, a person of such little power in her world, but she knew what it was like to be poor. She knew how much those two coins meant to her and how much they would mean to somebody else. In giving them, she empowers somebody else to get through one more day of living. Hers is an act of wonderful, life-giving, empowering, spiritual defiance. Jesus understood these things. He loves this woman and makes sure that his disciples do not miss her example. So it's All Saints Weekend for us. Um, Nancy looked up our, our records, and two years ago we prayed for nine people on this day. Uh, last year we paid for 11 people on this day. Add those two together and that gets you to how many people we prayed for this year, uh, just before this. Uh, 20 souls in the life of our faith community. And, and the thing about those 20 souls is that you know, there are several of them who had lived long and full and productive lives, and, and they were ready and not at all uncomfortable at giving up this part of life uh, for God's good eternity. And yet there are other people on that list who were way, way, way too young, and uh, we grieve them all, but especially uh, with the families of, of those people uh, for all that 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 they did not get to experience, and all that has been lost. And, and as we did just three years ago with Molly Miller, we pray this year for, for Joanne Tom, uh, both of them people who worked as a part of this faith community's ministries, and therefore part of the fabric of this place. Um, a loss to this place. The loss of one diminishes us all. But, but the thing is, with them, with all of these 20, <laughs> Uh, I, I would think there is also the profound awareness of, of how a community is, is what 
uh, restores us to fullness of life. Just think of how that happens, honestly. And I think this is kind of the crux of it. Uh, there's something in all of us that wants to be an island, right? But when you're connected to the continent, to the community, what, what happens, honestly? Like, really, what happens? What happens is you, you don't get your way all the time. And that turns out to be a really great blessing because we don't always know the way uh, that well by ourselves. And, and so that's kind of like the first step in the life of faith. You don't always get your way and to realize that maybe that's good. And, and then you, you learn, like the woman, to, to not just be generous, though that is important, but, but to be generous so that others are not invisible and, and so that others will, will benefit what might seem like a small amount of your time or your money or your prayer uh, is, is, is an enormous luxury to someone else and empowers them to a better life. And so you begin to give, and you don't need to be thanked for it, and, and most of the time you, you probably aren't. And, and yet that then gets you to that third level, which is the one that trusts that having given and having realized you, you don't always get what you want, you instead receive these unexpected and timely gifts in your life of people, of grace, of compassion, of visibility in a world that makes us all disappear sometimes. It's always a struggle, right? This bell reminds us of our mortality and perhaps even our isolation from each other. It's what drains us, perhaps. This one is the one that restores us light, life, possibility, hope, forgiveness, justice, mercy, all in one little bell. It's all saints weekend, people of God. We all lose so much in the course of a year. We all need to be restored. On this particular day, we give thanks for all the saints. And perhaps when you hear it, you might ask the question, ask, for whom does that bell toll? And you will understand, of course, it tolls for thee, connected, part of the community, part of the future. Happy All Saints Day, people. More than that, happy Easter. Done.